Triple M Rocks Sunday Arvo Footy. For Harvey Norman Home Appliances. The man of the moment on the line, their coach, Ricky Stewart, joins us on Sunday, Triple M NRL. Ricky, welcome. G'day, guys. How are you? Fantastic. I have to say, Ricky, I called that game yesterday when Jordan Rapana uh, ran 90-odd metres to score that try early in the game. And as he ran past you, mate, you were up and down, up and down. I think and thought you were going to jump on his back and ride him home. <laughs> yeah, I've been known to be a idiot on the sideline, mate. But um, it was nice to see Jordy pick up that loose ball and go. It was a, um, um, one of those games where it was sort of a opportunities like that were, were taken and then all of a sudden we bounced out to a, a couple, of, couple of try lead. Rick, after the game, you spoke to the players, obviously, in the dressing room afterwards. What what was the message? Because it was a a, a good win, and then you you just clocked off a little bit towards the end. And I, I imagine you you view that differently with the semi-finals around the corner than you would have say eight ten weeks ago. I understand the situation the players are in, uh, Paul. They um, we've been up for a fair while now, and they are uh, playing against footy teams that. Uh, haven't got a lot to play for. They're um, they're not in the semi-finals, and whether you like it or not, mate, it's it's just human nature. It's hard to get up for those games. It's a lot harder to get up than it is today for the the Cronulla and Melbourne games that we were uh, involved in two weeks ago. So I understand it from a footballer's point of view, and and I get it. Um, I wasn't happy with some of the tries that were um, uh, that were scored by Manly, but uh, in saying that, I know what the problem is, and we'll 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 work to fix it. But um, I also understand the player and the and the environment, the scenario they're in. Hey, Ricky, um, is there a chance of you resting some players so they're right for the finals? Are uh, you play? I think the Tigers um, next week. Um, is there a chance of you freshening up your squad? Depending on the depending on the actual uh, the individual in the squad itself, Gordy. Uh, yeah, I will. If, if if I think it's important to rest players for the bigger picture of the competition, I will. But that'll uh, that'll come down to our high performance. Uh, Staff and and the the actual uh, the, the individual's opinion as well. But I, I have got a few blokes there that are a little bit busted, and um, I certainly will use it for a uh, um, a week off to rest them if it's needed, mate. If it's going to be better for the bigger picture of the whole squad for the club itself, I will, mate. Yeah. What, what's mate? What's been the biggest change from last year um, to this year? Because we've all watched the Raiders and they've had those moments where they can look brilliant and probably one of the best attacking sides in the comp, but they've been super consistent this year. Um, well, I think, Gordy, over the last 10 or so weeks, we've been able to pick the same team, or basically yeah. the same team, and that's, that gives you a lot of confidence within the, the group itself and a bit of continuity, you know, a bit of consistency there in who you're playing with. And you just noticed yesterday, BJ and Sammy haven't played together for, you know, probably three or four months, and uh, all of a sudden there's a little bit of miscohesion and mistiming and misunderstanding in uh, in defence. So... Those types of things happen, and it's we just got to iron that out. But um, I think there's a fair bit of belief in the team, and um, and then again, individuals playing well, Gordy. That's that's a big thing too, mate. Rick, it's um, nine in a row now, and and you talk about. Uh, preparing your team for the finals and it's so important I guess you get that right there's people probably out there now saying like they did with the Sharks oh you need to lose one coming into the finals but uh, I guess it's just about management isn't it and, and you know they're not going to be up every week like yesterday um, they were they were good in patches yeah. but it wasn't an 80 minute performance and 
you know, again this week against Leichhardt, it's going to be really important that obviously uh, the preparation going into the finals, um, the taper, so to speak, is is just spot on. And that's probably that's that, that's what we've been working with during the week, uh, Gerds. Um, you know, we've had a plan in place now for um, a fair while, and we we know where we need it to be, and it's. Um, I, I don't think I don't think you need to lose a game to uh, continue on into the finals. I think you know if you manage your team properly um, and you know you have an even and, and a fair assumption of the, the situation that you're in through what you've just played or how you're playing. Um, I mean, I don't think then you need to get cranky because you lose a game. I mean, because Melbourne got beaten on the weekend, does that mean they're going to win the grand final? Um, Probably not, but um, I don't. I really don't believe you've got to lose a game to be to be better. Um, if you're if you've got your players' food on the ground and and they're and they're committed to what we've got to do. How happy are you this year, mate, with the, the way your team's developed and the fact that you've you went when you got to there, you, you looked at your roster and most coaches arrive and they're given a, a, a three-year time frame, the, the theory being that after three years, you you own the roster you've got. You inherit a roster first year. By year three, though, you should own that roster. I, I imagine you'd be pretty happy with the, the, the job that the, you and the club have done in, in recruitment. Paul, I don't, think, I don't think you can put a time frame on our roster that you can own because it is so, it is so difficult in recruiting players, it is such a hard job getting a player from another club. Um, really, three years is minimal in regards to having a, a, a firm grasp of your own squad. Um, myself, it's happened a little bit quicker. You know, I'm probably not in that in the balance of that at the moment because I, I feel as though that we're we basically got a roster that we're very very happy with, and it's come a little bit quicker because the players that I've recruited, I think, have progressed and developed and. You know, you hear that word a lot, put it down to reality. They're, they're getting to play some of their, you know, real good football, some of their best football, football that you bought them to the club for or you, 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 you've had faith in them for. Um, they're actually achieving that. So it's happened a bit quicker for us and because, because I think the individual's getting to play some, you know, some of his um, really high standard of footy. And those conversations, Rick, moving forward are going to become, I would imagine, that much easier because when you started putting the roster together a couple of years ago, getting someone down to the the nation's capital and then also with, with the state of the team that they were coming to was probably a lot tougher than what it will be, say, in the next couple of years after the success you're now enjoying. Yeah, it, it comes back to um, recruiting the right type of character first good you know you've, you've got to have the right bloke that uh, wants to be involved in what you're trying to build and I've been very very fortunate that each, each and every one of the boys have bought in I and mean, if they don't buy in they don't stay if they don't buy in they've got to go um, it's a brutal brutal game in that regard but your fans want to win they don't like they don't your fans don't like you letting players go but then they're uh, the first one up you when you're not winning so you can't have it both ways you've got to have a You've got to have a squad that buys into the to your club first, and that's especially when you're a one-town club like ours. Hey, you've got to buy into its values and its culture, and that's the most important thing. And then they need to play good football, and you know that's where we're at. If, you know, if we get into the semi-finals, we need to. We're we're a group, we're a team that 
rely upon every individual to play their best game of footy. And and that was going to be my question. Um, I saw your interview with um, with um, Matty on, I think, Friday night, and you were talking about you believe that you can win the comp. Do your players all believe now after after the last two months of football? Absolutely, Gordy, we do. Um, are we good enough to do that? Well, time will tell, mate. Uh, they're 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 still a young playing bunch. They've uh, they haven't you know, haven't had as many games or years together as some of the uh, some of the teams there, and and that's that's one advantage having that uh, cohesion amongst your players in regards to having a couple of years together. But it's not an excuse. We're, we'll we'll get that over the next two or three years. Um, if we're playing a grand final tomorrow, uh, I believe the players. You know, we've got our best team on the footy field and we're all individually playing a really strong game of football. Um, I think they've got the belief within themselves that we can we can win a win a yeah, a big game. Who's 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 decided to beat, Ricky, other than yourselves? I think the two teams that uh at the top of the table, I think uh Melbourne and Cronulla have shown the consistency all year. Uh, Cronulla have had a bit of a drop off but a lot of teams do. The, um, they, they bounced back last night. I think the Broncos are hitting fine form and I would never ever ride off a team that Jonathan Thurston plays in. Hey, hey. Yeah, Ricky, I was just going to... We, we had a chat about, um, obviously, the, the squad, the makeup of the squad and uh, some of the uh, the inexperience. Do you see that as a, as a positive or a negative? Because I, I know that when I look at the Sharks roster, they know that going into this final series, it's, it might be, for some of them, the last throw of the dice. But your guys, well, I mean, as you said, you're putting a roster together. There's going to be success down there for years to come. But you still need to make sure that when you get yourself into an opportunity, you know better than anyone. And an opportunity where you guys are at the moment, they don't come around that often. Is that a positive or a negative for your young guys? I, I don't see it as either, uh, Ryan. I mean, I, you know, you, you guys have all played um, at the back end of the season and you enter it yourself. When were you most comfortable, mate? When you've been there two, three, four times, uh, you know what you're going to face when your preparation going in, you know what it's going to be like in regards to the intensity and the interpretation of a semi-final or a grand final. You only can achieve that through being involved before and that's through experience, mate. So... You know as well as I do that experience is a key factor, but uh, there's only one way to get it, and that's by being involved. So, no matter what happens this year with uh, you know with my footy team, we are going to be a well you know a, a lot better off for it for whatever experience we achieve over the next uh, five or so weeks. Hey Rick, I, you know, mate, maybe you don't care about what people think. I get the opinion that you probably don't, but you left that mess at Parramatta a couple of years ago and everybody was dissing on you everybody in sydney was down on you and saying that you you know you'd let all those players go which have kind of in a lot of ways there been proven right because a lot of those players haven't really kicked on anywhere else but then you left Parramatta and you went to canberra and in a short space of time you know you've recruited what i consider i consider from a recruitment point of view you're a mastermind and i don't know where to start josh hodson or the 6 or the 7 and or even the wingers but Mate, you've done such a, a great job down there already. When you look back at, at that mess, how do you kind of look back on it? What, what do you say about it? I did the right thing by Parramatta in two ways. One, those, those 20 blokes needed to be cleared out. And secondly, um, I did the right thing by myself by getting out of that joint. So can you elaborate a little bit on that, Ricky? No, I don't think I need to, mate. That's past now. I'm worried about uh, what I've got over the next uh, couple of months and... 
one of the one of the best feelings I've had in the game is to be able to come back here and coach the club that I've um, always had a passion for. Uh, you know, it, it made me as a rugby league player. It made me so many friends, and uh, um, I'm just really enjoying my time here. And it's a uh, I'm very privileged to be in this position. Yeah, Ricky, what 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 are you guys doing off the field? Because I saw the big Viking clap the other day, and that was. Mate, that's fantastic, but, like, the whole community's back behind you. And I remember when I first started going to the Raiders, you know, like in 94, 95, and when you went down there, everybody was a green machine, and it sort of dropped off a little bit, but it looks like that they're all back. Everyone loves the winner, Gordy. Yeah, I get it. And plus the Canberra Cannons don't play anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got the other fifteen hundred out of there. No, it's, <laughs> hey, it's a um, it's a really really good vibe at the moment. I uh, and you know, and everyone does love a winner, mate. It's, uh, you would have been at Brisbane yeah. when you were losing games. You don't get you probably don't get the thirty eight thousand. You're only getting twenty six thousand for us. Yeah. That might be you know seven or eight thousand, and not our fifteen and sixteen. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we we're at the moment got a very excited uh, community, and the one thing the the one thing that we've really made sure of here as a as a club and a group of uh, players is that we buy into the community too. We we want a perception from the community that we're a part of them, and and we really have. I've got players here who do so much work in the. And I don't say this as a soft soft throwaway line, but we have so much boys here who buy into the community uh, aspect, and I feel as though the community should buy into us yeah. because we have with them. Well, it looks like that's what they're doing. Oh, they are, mate. It's been. It's really. It was. It was a really good atmosphere there last week, uh, Gordon. It was a little yeah. bit like the the Friday night games when you know, years ago we used to play against each other, and you know it was a great it was a great vibe here. It was a. Uh, they love to see good football, but they more importantly they. they it's not a, the one thing I've noticed here with our fans. It's not about just winning. Uh, as long as you're giving one hundred percent, you're in the fight. They they really they really get behind you and support you. Hey mate, well look, we're all so pleased for you that you're back in your hometown and having such success with the Raiders, mate. And we thank you for your time and uh, mate, all the best for the campaign. What remains of it in 2016? Thanks, thanks very much. Yeah. Nice talking to you.